It's 919 Vice, Joe Ovius, Adam Eshbaugh, Wayne Holt. Today we're at The Walk-Up in downtown Cary, a place that I've heard a lot about. I know you guys have mentioned this. Uh, and we're actually hanging out in The Walk-Up right now. We're not at Graffiti. We're at The Walk-Up. Just down and the street. It's a, it's a lovely, lovely space. Uh, and we're going to talk to Jen about what this space is about. It's really pretty by candlelight. Oh, is it? Well, right now, it, I love the windows. It's kind of an oasis. <laughs> it really is. By candlelight. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. All, all of the workshop names that didn't make it. The, are, we talking, are we talking paradise by the dashboard light, too? I mean, Absolutely. Might as well, might as well go love. in that direction. Little meat love. Uh, I'm very excited about the fact that 919, 919 Vice has some sponsors Ayo. as well. It's all part of that Ovia's Gilio 919 Vice mashup. Uh, shout out to Oak City Sports Cards. You might have noticed that Victor Weminyama... As uh, the hot name in the NBA draft, the Spurs are going to draft him. You mean and Sam Bowie Jr.? No, don't even win. <laughs> don't even. This guy's so, the real still deal. Too soon. Looks like Sam Bowie. Did well, you look at his legs? Regardless, on May nineteenth, they've got the Bowman University Inception release as the train comes on. Clearly, by. we're downtown Cary. It's featuring Caitlin Clark and Victor Weminyama autograph cards. You can buy, you can sell, and you get your cards graded, which is the most important thing. All with Oak City Sports Cards. Check them out at oakcitysports.com. Um, yeah, as you can tell, we've been hustling on this podcast venture, uh, adding sponsors and doing some various other things and T-shirts and all sorts of stuff that have been flying back and forth. What have you guys been doing? Wow. Wayne. Um, what have we been doing? Well, I've been coming up with some brilliant ideas that just get shot down by my friend Joe Ovius. Oh, so I'll let stop Wayne it, go stop first. it, stop it, yeah, stop it. It doesn't have anything to do with it. the podcast. I mean, that's got to do with other ventures well, it, you guys It does. Are does it really? It's under the, the, the OG Live Podcast Company. The OG Umbrella. Live Podcast Company. Is that kind of so, like our previous all owners? Under, <laughs> under, all under the umbrella. <laughs> I haven't seen my contract yet. I don't know. I don't do contracts. <laughs> Never had a contract. Right. That's the funny part about it. No, I don't know. I, I've, I've been, we had Mother's Day. Yeah. Housework, cooking. Yeah. Grilling. Okay. Dealing with the kid, mm-hmm. doing some fishing with the boy. Oh, I haven't been living it up in the nightlife recently. No, I haven't I either. Am. I mean, I've been doing my normal downtown carry. I mean, I go to graffiti. I come to the walk up. I hit pharmacy. Sometimes I'll hit sidebar. Uh, I did go to Peck and Plume, uh, which is over at the Mayton. It's no longer the Mayton Inn. They have dropped in off of it. It's just oh. the Mayton now. Much more sophisticated sounding. Uh, I did go to Peck and Plume there the other night and uh, had a good meal. Uh, the Half rack of baby back ribs. The presentation was amazing. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be uh, incredible, and they weren't. And, and thank goodness the server asked about them. <laughs> okay, that was a that no. was a lot of wind up, man. The, wow, the, 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 the wow. pitch like, didn't make it to home plate. Where's this going? <laughs> the server asked about it, it's like and the uh, turkey. Because we're you know we go there frequently, so they know we're regulars, and they ask. And I said, I'm going to be honest with you, and he kind of gave me that look, and I said. They were tough. He goes, yeah, somebody else said the same thing. We'll take them off. So, you know, I cook a lot of ribs. Exactly what they should do. I cook a lot of ribs. And uh, the flavor was amazing. The texture was just tough. But, uh, you know, it's something that I haven't seen on the menu previously. So maybe it's a new item and uh, they'll get it figured out. But I do like what they're doing over there. And, uh, you know, it's just one of the cool places in downtown Cary that that we love to hit. So that brings up. A bigger conversation that I was having with with somebody the other day, 
who was telling me about a bad experience she has having she had at a restaurant, and she was looking forward to it. She yeah. met a friend there for lunch, and it just it was not a good experience. Just several things turned her off. And when the manager came over to touch the table to check on things, see how see how everything, how the food came out, yeah. however they were enjoying it. Do they need anything? Do they have any questions or concerns? That's your time to say, you yeah. need to have this. Like, this is what's wrong. It doesn't, like, I, I tried to explain, like, to her. I'm like, that's your opportunity. The, the manager wants to know. Absolutely. They need it's to not know. you complaining. Same thing if with graffiti, you say, man. If, if somebody yeah, if comes in say, our place, I want to know. If you say everything's fine, they're going to think everything's fine. They're going to move on. If you tell them what has not been fine, yeah. that's their chance to... to address it and correct it for next time and make it right for, for the customer. And that's yeah. not somebody complaining. No. This is an opportunity for, for them to fix what's wrong. Because if you leave there, guess what people do? They leave there and then they tell somebody else they had right. a bad experience. And, it, and, no. it, and there was an opportunity for it to be fixed. So I'm glad you were honest well, with, with the server on that. It's a big I, and, deal. And I don't normally, you know, if, if, it's, if it's okay... Then I don't, these were not okay. And I think they knew that. Um, the presentation was amazing. The flavor, the sauce that was on them. I mean, I ate a good portion of them because I was hungry. But uh, they could have been better. I'm not saying don't go there and get the ribs. Oh, no, no. I'm saying I'm hoping that my conversation helps them to understand how to better cook those ribs. Yeah, well, that's my point. That now you gave them an opportunity to know what was wrong and they'll fix it yeah. and that's good on good on you for bringing it up and good on them for addressing it but i, I didn't i mean i would have paid for it i didn't ask for it to come off and they says no we're going we're going to take it off on well thank you <laughs> well now the real question is but we're there a lot so the real question yeah. is this were you like well if you want to really want to learn to cook ribs i'll come up no, and i didn't show do you that guys. oh boy okay i started asking do they have a big green egg or a come out joe out there because otherwise turn over a new leaf <laughs> yeah right i didn't try to tell them how to cook the ribs i leave that to joe to tell you how to run your business <laughs> no that's not me that's, that's the not old why. life that's, that's the old we, podcast no, that's not what we don't that's why we get one stars that's why we get one stars <laughs> that, uh, we, thanks to running the business um yeah my my weekend was not as um quite as imp, uh, impactful as yours or, or fun-filled as yours, Wayne. I mean, I, it turns out I ended up having like a low-key uh, trophy weekend, which will come as a shock to a lot of people. Wow. We got bored. Kelly and I got bored, so we went to uh, we went to Mayfest uh, at Maywood mm -hmm. and uh, tried some of their stuff. Uh, saw John, who was on the previous podcast. Yeah. Uh, as Little German band dancers out there? Yeah, German band was out there. They always know. bring a fun time. They are always doing their thing. They're dragging people out there. They drink do. a lot of beer. They do. They do. I've heard rumors that, you know, you sign them up and part of the deal is they get to drink however much they want. They get to drink want. however much they want and they bring their own steins. Right. Yeah. And sure enough, like during the breaks, they were all just going up to the various spots that they had. Yes. Now, I had not been to Maywood since they've opened up that whole garden area. They've got the hall and the garden. Well, on the other side. On the other side. Yeah. And that's where they've kept all their stuff now, which is going to allow them to, do, to allow them to do a lot more events. It's more shade over there. And this well, weekend, they've got a big uh, Sunday. Yeah, big yeah they, got some big, they got this big cook-off going Barbecue cook-off. And I... And realizing as I was sitting out there in the sun that I now need to either just like bring sunscreen for me uh, on top of my head or just wear hats every time I go outside because I got cooked. You're what's just now figuring you, that out. What's stopping you from bringing it home? We yeah. had this conversation know, years man. ago. I don't know. Take it I, off, Joe. I'll, I'll, we'll see. <laughs> Take it off, bro. We'll see. I don't just, know. 
Just bring it home. I will see. We'll, we'll see how the summer goes. We'll see how the summer goes. Because I promise you, a bald head is better than. I mean, a completely bald head is better than a bald spot. Well, yeah, and I've been dealing with. This and when I did mine, I had a full head of hair. I mean, I, mine's been fair, like this for fair. 28 years. So. And then on uh, on Sunday for Mother's Day, ended up meeting up with uh, Kelly's parents, and we went to Longleaf Swine uh, for lunch. And um, yeah, Marcus and the crew over there continued to kill it with um, all their food and. Um, I ended up having. I, I I went off the board. I went with their I went with their smoked chicken salad sandwich. Mm. That sounds awesome. It was off the charts great. I mean, it's the you'd think okay, you're slathering it in mayo or whatever it is. It's gonna no, the smoke came through yeah. on that chicken. Uh, the pickles were fantastic. They also had like a uh, I forgot what kind of like fried onions they had put on it too, which made it really wow. really good. So of course the kids are crushing the uh, they're crushing the, the barbecue sandwiches and everything else. Uh, and I look, I absolutely, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, every time I go to Longleaf Swine, they do a great job and I enjoy the food. But yeah, I mean, it was just kind of a low key. And the other thing too, with the whole job change, everybody wants to meet up and I've been drinking so much more beer, dude. It's ridiculous. How's that even possible, John? I, I thought we ruined you and made you drink all that beer. No, but before. it ends up like, hey, you want to meet up for a beer to you know, talk about stuff? I'm like, yeah, sure. Fine. Whatever. Next thing you know, I'm at like, a, I'm at Linwood having two Pilsners and I'm at, uh, where was I the other day, too, that I'd been having a couple of beers? Anyway. Since graffiti opened, I have consumed a lot less beer than I have uh, yeah. cocktails. Well, the pools are opening up this weekend. I know our neighborhood pool's opening up this weekend, and I'm going to have to go to the Spindrift Vodka route. In fact, I might do that tonight ahead of the Eastern Conference <laughs> Just Finals. get ready. Just practice Just up a little bit ready. before you go out. that's an 8 o'clock game. i got to pace myself. Are you not that. going to the game? Or are you not? I am going to the you game. You are going in. I am going to the game. I but. turned down the opportunity to buy tickets at face value in a really good location and went, you know what? Nope, too early. How much how much is face value these days? Uh, it was section two oh five, uh like fifth or sixth row, two forty. So that's club sec club area, right? That's club level. I think yeah. Two uh two hundreds. Yeah. Well, I just know that. If you bought to I, I went and looked because it's Jacob's birthday and you know, he's a big hockey kid and He's turning 12 and he's all excited and like, all right, fine. We're, we're going to go ahead and get you tickets. Upper level, last row through the team, not resale, just through the team, was $146. Yeah. Ended up finding uh, verified resale Ticketmaster tickets, um, same section for slightly cheaper with the fees. So I ended up saving like 40 bucks mm. in the grand scheme. Somebody just needed to get out. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Somebody just need to get rid of tickets. I'll see what they can get with it. So is that for tonight? That's for tonight. Okay, and it's only going to get oh, more. So expensive. you're not you're not going credential. You don't have tonight. any credentials. Oh man. no 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 no! I bought three tickets. He, you're going, going to an, oh oh okay. You are tickets. going officially I'm, I'm, I'm on Sunday. I'm going with my credential. I'm, gotcha. Yeah, I like. Oh, you, guys, wait, hold, you got a you got a credential. Yeah, I don't know if you know this or not, but I am a triangle media influencer now. Wade. Wow, you people get know him for these types of things. Adam, people, people know, know him. People know me. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. Anyway, Hold on, man. If you get credentialed, shoot your we shot, get, Wayne. We get credentialed in bars. Yeah, shoot your <laughs> shot. Yeah. What works for us? Shoot your <laughs> shot. Shoot your shot. <laughs> bars and breweries. I told you about my uh, 2002 Stanley Cup run credentials, didn't I? Uh, no, you didn't tell me that story. <laughs> so 2002, I had sold my Yamaha motorcycle franchise in 01, and I was doing a uh, contract gig with a Kawasaki dealer in downtown Raleigh who happened to be friends with uh, Pete Frizon. And uh, I wanted to get 
tickets to go down to the petting zoo one night after one of the games. And the petting zoo is where the players come out, and you know certain fans can go down and they'll come by and write, you know, give them autographs. And it's a you know, really awkward take term, take for pictures. That. That's what they call it. So, um, so Pete hooked me up. I go to the first game of uh, the first round of 2002 playoffs. And I go to the window, and they give me these passes. And it didn't say for the game. It was for the whole series. So, basically, I could get downstairs after every game. And that was also the year that I had bought, like, 40 tickets and sold them on the aftermarket. This was before you had, you know, the stuff and stuff like right, that. Right, right. Sold them to a guy Alabama, a guy from Alabama who was obviously a scalper. Paid for all of my tickets for the whole round, for all the rounds. Um but I had these credentials. So I go through the first round, second round comes up, I go back up there. They actually renew the credential, give it like Mick Kelly and Rachel. Rachel's seven years old. Third round, they do the same thing, give me credentials. And like we could literally go down into the players' family room in the in the in the gallows of the stadium, like where they've got the food set up for the players and their wives and their family. Third round, get them. I waltz up there to get them for the Stanley Cup. Like, we need to see your credentials. <laughs> Hold on, man. I left him in the car. I'll be back. Needless to say, I didn't go back. <laughs> but it was a good grip for three rounds. It was great, man. We got lots of autographs and lots of free pucks and sticks. Man, we got because they've come out with stuff and just hand it to you. Yeah, Rachel, I make Rachel like we got Martin Brodeur's, um got Brodeur's, uh autograph, and I made Rachel go get it for me. Like, come on, Rachel, he won't give it to me, but he'll give it to you. She's, I don't want to, Daddy. Well, come on, you're going anyway. Yeah. <laughs> got all that stuff. Stuffed in a storage building somewhere. Before we go uh, talk to Jen, our guest here at the walk-up where uh, we're doing the podcast from today, want to shout out another sponsor of our podcasting company, Breeze Through. Breeze Through is actually going to be our guest next week Can't on the Not Beer podcast. We're not doing the show from the Breeze Through across from PNC Arena. We're going to talk to Adam, the president of Breeze Through, about the fact that this is a convenience store that actually has a crowler machine. Not every convenience store has a crowler machine. So we talked to him about all the Stanley Cup fun, and then we're going to go to the gas station after that, and we're totally going to crush gas station beers. Been done, buddy. I'm going to tell you that. Are you Do they this, have on-premise? Are we allowed to drink at the gas station? I'm pretty sure we can. And if we can't, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go drink to anyway. the stadium, and we'll just hang out in the parking lot and drink. I kind of feel like that's even better. It might be. <laughs> Why not? Because you, you know that hang out. You know the service station outside of uh, Sierra Nevada entrance in Mill River, Mills River. Remember yeah. we stopped there that time? They got a full bar set up. Like they had like 25, 30 taps, had a bar set up there. Do you remember that one? No. It was amazing. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, there is one in, in Apex, right where the bypass starts, a big gas station. They've got like oh, yeah. a little turf section. And yeah. Tables it's and a stuff. Hub or something. It's yeah, weird. Hub. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, what a time to be alive. Absolutely. Drink beer on location at a gas station. Or in the grocery store. I mean I mean Yeah, well that's old hat. If we now. can just get to where we can walk the streets of downtown Cary and drink a beer, it'd be great. We'll get there. You're getting there. You're getting there. So as I mentioned earlier, I absolutely love this space. And if you're in downtown Cary or you're headed to downtown Cary, you might not notice uh, that the walk up is here. That's I, I think that's kind of the point. That's kind of the aesthetic. Uh, it's just a you know got your you got your door down uh, on the uh, on the street level, and you literally walk up to this bar. And Jen is joining us. She is the manager, bartender here at the Walk Up. Jen, thanks for hanging out. Thank you for having me. So, first off, what is a typical evening at the Walk Up like? It seems very very casual here. It is very casual. We wanted to be a space where you could come after work mm-hmm. on a night out on a date. 
just with friends. We want to just be like a, just a regular bar for people to come once a week, twice a week, as many times as you want to come. Just a very casual, comfortable, kind of like lived in space. It's almost like people forgot normal bars exist. Right. Just like an old square. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a bar. It's, it's, What's it's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's just a bar. Well, it's funny because uh, the walk-up opened up one day before graffiti opened up. Yeah. So Tyler, Tyler, who owns pharmacy, is also uh, owner here. So we were kind of tracking along at the same time. And um, so I've, 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 I was in the space before it opened up. I was up here quite a bit, uh, several times while he was building it out. And I've described the entire time as cozy casual, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, the sofas, the, the rugs, the green, you know, you got plants in here. You've got, it just, it, it feels very comfortable, right? There's no pretension in here. Except for Jen. I'm, not, I'm just kidding. Um, no, there's, there's just when Wayne shows up. Yeah, right. No, madam. No, that's hypertension. Different, uh, different thing. I don't, even have, I don't even have that, man. But uh, it is a good space. It's a great, uh, you've got the exposed brick walls. You've got the open rafter ceilings. This building was built, I'm guessing, in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah, it's um, like 100 years old. Yeah, it's a beautiful space. Very comfortable. It's Yeah, especially like in the busyness of downtown Cary and surrounding it's it's a little oasis um a, a, in the middle of all that wouldn't you say Wayne absolutely and one of the things I love about let it this go one of my one of my favorites one of my favorite spaces in downtown Wilmington is Rebellion and what I like about Rebellion is the alleyway between the two buildings where they often have live music and we discovered that uh two years ago three years ago just walking down there on a Friday night and we heard the music you know, coming from this alley. So walk up has an alley as well between two buildings. You may walk past the door, uh, you know, what I consider their front door. You may walk past the front door as you're walking down the sidewalk and not even see it. But if you get to the wrought iron gated alleyway, uh, and you'll see the, the sofas out there. They've got a bar underneath the, um, underneath the stairwell. See, these are things I didn't notice. So they've got a back bar. I went mm-hmm. Well, you came into the front. You came door. in the front. The front door, right. yeah. We went around um, the as, side. As one would do. But, it, but it's a great space. Makes sense. Yeah. So, Jen, you were, you were at pharmacy for how long? A couple well, of years. I was only there like a year and a half. Okay. I started right after like 2021 and got up here in 2022. So how did Tyler persuade you to uh, take on this new venture? <laughs> He, I mean, I, I love working for Tyler. Um, he's a great boss and he, and my background is more bartending like cocktails and not that pouring beer and wine isn't bartending, but he knew that my talents were like in actual cocktail making. Right. Um, and so when he was offered me the, he, we th- he basically threw the idea out there. I was like, Hey, so if I were to open, hypothetically speaking, if I were to open a bar, would you be the bartender and maybe help me run it? And so that was just a thought. And then we didn't talk about it for a while. And then all of a sudden in like last October, he said, so about that bar, it's, it's happening. It's yeah. So <laughs> I hope you were serious. And I was like, yes, sign me up. Where, yeah. where is it? Show me the space. So, and it, it didn't take a lot of convincing. I was happy to move on to another fun adventure. Get so, the heck out of pharmacy, right? Oh, Get the no. heck out I of pharmacy, man. I love pharmacy. It's a good place to come from, thing. you know no, what I'm saying? It, it, it's yeah. the best place to go and be from. I've yet to see a dog in here, much less one on the bar. 
or table. So we do a lot, we one do thing a lot that hasn't changed with the with the device name change is Wayne's disdain for canine activity in a bar. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you haven't like asked. Can I can I make a T-shirt out of the sign out front that says 21 and up, dogs outside? I mean, that's totally up your. Well, head. he took that complete. He took that straight off of our door. Oh, okay, um, all right, just which say. is fine. Just say, but uh, yeah, but you know, occasionally you get. Uh, you know, at pharmacy, you you get that. So, all right. So, Jen, let's talk about the the drinks. Uh, yes. This is a this is a bar. While you Correct. do have beer here, and I'm sure you guys have a rotating selection of yes. beer, that you're coming up here for craft cocktails. Uh, how often do you got? I mean, you have your. I'm sure people are going to ask for standards, but you're also you're also coming up with your own stuff. So let's go ahead. Yeah. And, let's go ahead and start with what you presented. Uh, to us here. Uh, if you were listening to the beginning of the podcast, you could probably hear the shaker in the background as all these things were being made, which is great. Uh, let's let's go ahead and start with the one that I'm having now. If this is like a, this is a, a tequila? Yes, it's okay. um, Reposado tequila. It's called our Chatham Street Sour. So it's Reposado tequila, grapefruit juice, uh, lime, lemon juice, and a little bit of our turbinado simple syrup. Mm-hmm. And then we spritz mezcal on top. It's okay. kind of a riff on a Shelby Street Sour which is a, one of the classic cocktails. So it's kind of what we did for most of our drinks. I mean, they're kind of riffs, some are originals, but we're still on our first menu. But okay. we will be coming out the new menu shortly for, gotcha. the, for the summertime. So I'm excited and is that like that. a Himalayan sea salt that you got going on there? Not Himalayan, but Hawaiian. Hawaiian. So yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> I have Himalayan salt on the brain because of the ACC meetings in Amelia Island, Florida. Apparently they have like a scrub available for you if you want, but that's another story entirely. Don't worry for about ex- it. For exfoliating purposes. Yes, yeah, that's for exfoliating purposes. Not like, you for know. For consumption. Not for consumption. But this, yes, I was just curious because uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, it's it's a it's a wonderful color. That's why I was curious what kind of uh, what kind of salt it was, and the drink is great well, as well. Adam, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the Ladybird. No, you're drinking the Mill. I'm drinking the Mill. <laughs> the Ladybird is in front of Wayne. I see. I see. The Mill is gin based okay. with elderflower liqueur. Oh, well done. And a sage simple syrup. Aha. Uh-huh. And I'm missing one ingredient, aren't I? Just lemon juice. Lemon juice. Yeah. Okay. It's very nice. They do so, look very similar. To 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 be fair, they they are quite similar. Well, similar same glassware, mm-hmm. similar garnish. This is a peel and one's in and one's on. Well, it's a peel and you've got a slice. Right. How they do you, taste quite different though. That's how she tells them apart. Other than she made it. Yeah. This is very interesting because I like the sage Thank that you. cuts down on the sweetness. Yes, yes. It, um, is, it is a more, it's not a gin-forward cocktail. Could I, w- I wouldn't describe it as that. No. If it were just regular simple syrup, it would be a completely different drink. Yes, it'd be very, I think it'd be way too sweet. <laughs> yes. But it's, it's really nice. <laughs> well, thank you. I enjoy it. And it's like, this is the weather for that. Correct, For me. Yes. Like, warm, sunny days. Mm-hmm. Well, about that, the so, clear you, stuff. so the menu that you had was, was it more spring-forward? Was it uh, coming out of the winter? What, what were you going for? This was just getting one of each type of liquor on the menu. I see. That, that's, okay. it, it wasn't, there was no theme. It was just hey, that's five a good drinks enough plan. that. Yeah. That's a good enough plan. We found five that we liked. I really wanted to do um, a, bat, a pre-batch cocktail, and that's our ultimate punch. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that one's already pre-batched. I make it probably once a week. It's cognac, um, a little bit of Brazilian rum, a little bit of Bacardi. And then we add pineapple juice, green tea, lemon juice, and simple syrup. Let that all marinate with a little bit of um, cinnamon, coriander, and clove. 
let that sit, and then we add uh, whole milk to it, which obviously will curdle it, and then you mul- wash it through its own milk solids, so it gets clear, mm-hmm. it's a little creamy mouthfeel, and then we put a little nutmeg on top, so I've had people describe it as like a winter sangria. It's kind of has like those warm notes, so that would probably be the only like wintery one okay. on the menu, per gotcha. se. So that one, the rest of them will be leaving our menu shortly. But okay. It's very, very popular, though, I will say. I'm very proud of that one. Very cool. So when you, I, I totally get where you're coming from. You, you open up, you want to have a, a cocktail that features uh, every type of liquor that you are going to focus on. But now that you've had some time and maybe yes. some time to workshop, or maybe you kind of get a sense of what people are gravitating towards in terms of liquor, uh, how are you going to change the menu going forward? This one will be more um, summertime flavors. Like we have a strawberry simple syrup cocktail that's coming out kind of to do more in seasonal fruits. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like a gin and cucumber one. That's really, yes. I mean, yes. Yeah, so it's very, I mean, I workshopped it yesterday and people seem to like it. Um, but yeah, more iced based cocktails. Not a lot of certain ones served up. So if you are drinking it on the patio, it won't get too warm okay. on you too quickly. So we're kind of focusing, we're, we're focusing on our drinks with the patio in mind. People, I want people to sit outside and nice. enjoy themselves. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So what are you saying is your, um, as your top seller of the menu items. Oh. Um, of all the menu items or mm-hmm. just these the, cocktails? The, the crafted cocktails oh, that you okay. put together, um, yeah. Prop, people re- really like the Mill and the Chatham Street Sour. Those are our okay. two big ones. But, I mean, I've had, I have two guys that come in here and just drink. They'll drink a whole bottle of that punch just between the two of them. Wow. <laughs> That's their favorite one. So <laughs> people literally like wow. like what they like. That's and serious. We, okay. tried to conf- we tried to give people, if you like bourbon, I mean, this is a little bit sweeter of a bourbon drink, but it's not. The old shoe you're talking about. The cold shoe. Cold shoe. Yes. The cold shoe. Yes. So what, what's the, well, I don't think we've gotten into the cold shoe, have we? Oh, we have not. No. It is um, bourbon, a little bit of creme de cassis, a little bit of lemon juice, and then we put um, Angostura bitters in there as well. And that one is served up with a little bit of sugar rim. So it is a little bit sweeter but it's kind of like if um manhattan old-fashioned whiskey sour had a baby yeah yeah i can see this about your your outdoor space yes it's great out there you have an outdoor bar yes (laughs) full service outdoor bar or is it limited how does that work it is going to be a limited service bar just because we don't have a dishwasher down there so it's we're not doing everything's going to be out of plastic cups you are welcome to bring glass from upstairs down there, but um, we're but serving things out of plastic cups downstairs. But there's downstairs. no glass. Okay, so you're not running, not running glassware up here in the dishwasher. So simple highballs. Um, we're doing like Palomas, margaritas, Moscow mules, things like that, and canned beer, some wine. Um, slushies. Hopefully slushies. But the signature cocktails and things are up here. Yes. Are up here. Yes, okay. just because they each have their own individual glassware. Sure. Um, but yeah, because it would be a disservice to put them in plastic cups. Yeah, Rich, Richard <laughs> told me about his... Uh, Who's Richard for the purposes of this podcast? For the people that don't don't know, Richard is um, the owner of the building and a partner with with Tyler. Yes. Uh, Richard told me about his slushy, his frosty factory find at the beach. Oh, yes. (laughs) He was so proud of that. So (laughs) I can't wait to see how that works out for him. Fingers crossed Um, he can get it up and running. Was it $300 well spent or was it $300 for a boat anchor? So we'll see. We will find out. We will find out. (laughs) Um, That was a great story he told me. So, I mean, I'm here frequently. And I know a lot of the guys and, uh, and and a lot of the people that come here. I'm going to guess that your number one seller is probably um, probably an old fashioned. Yes, yeah. yes, we probably that's the drink we probably make the most of. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, tell us about your your household fashion. Um, our household fashion isn't 
anything special. It's, I mean, it's just a classic, classic recipe. We do two ounces bourbon. We do a half ounce of simple syrup. We don't muddle anything in ours. Right. I know some mm-hmm. people do, and nothing's wrong with that. You yeah, make yes, your, there is. There's plenty. Yes, there is. You make your old fashioned how Stop you want to Stop muddling make it. stuff in your old fashions, people. Well, hold on a second. Hold on. Stop <laughs> it. So, for those who, I have finally gotten around to old fashions. Um, and this Welcome. is this is all just kind of born out of my boredom in the pandemic, and I got tired of beer, and it's like you know the winter hits, and like all right, and you'd come to my house and drink a bourbon, yeah, and we put it in a cookout shake, <laughs> put the pappy in the cookout shake, but basically I, I try to like teach myself, all right, what do I like, what do I not like, but it took me a little bit to get to the part with the old fashioned. I think um, it's it's it, maybe it's redundant, an old fashioned old fashioned. It's almost like what's wrong with an right. old fashioned old fashioned. So, and that's what you guys are doing. It's almost like, it's kind of like, it's like, it's like a margarita for me yeah. or what I really started to enjoy about ranch water, the, te- the, the tequila does the work. Right. So in this particular case, you're letting the bourbon do the work. Right. You have to really like, and a lot of like the old, like not old fashioned cocktails, like the pre-prohibition cocktails, like yeah. you really do have to enjoy the spirit that's in them mm-hmm. in order to like really think it tastes good. Cause there isn't a lot of filler. There's usually like four ingredients. Most of the time they're equal parts. So yeah. you can definitely taste all of them, but yeah. And then we just do a little bit of Angostura bitters and orange bitters in our old fashioned and rim. What's your, what's your house bourbon for that? It is Henry McKenna. Oh yeah. Which yeah. Is a, not, nothing good, yeah, nothing crazy. Good, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, if you want a vehicle for alcohol and have it masked, I mean, that's what vodka is for, in my opinion. Um, it is a neutral grain. Yeah. It's just sure. something that you can just kind of dress up however, you, however you want it. And there's alcohol in it and you're good to go. To your point, you know, those, those pre- prohibition let let the booze do the talking so yeah that's 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 why i'm about it so why are people muddling things in old-fashioned this isn't this is not something i'm aware of why would you do that i don't know i mean you muddle the uh the mint in a uh mint julep i would mm-hmm. guess but sure. outside of that I've, i don't know that i've ever had an old-fashioned with something muddled in. i mean if you want to have oh, a there's plenty of them that do it if you do like a you can do like a muddled cherry and a muddled orange slice in there yep. like that's how i first learned how to make it's how i first learned and now i i can't believe I ever learned that. And if you mess up my cherry, I'm going to be hot. <laughs> yeah, and and some people even put like a shot of soda water in it. But that's Wisconsin style. Yeah, that's up north. Yeah, it's, they use lemon lime soda. A slice of cheese on the rim. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just. <laughs> I mean, every state's got their thing that they're super proud of that the rest of us look at like. Uh, why? What's going on? Looking at you, Malort. <laughs> like vinegar based barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You're from Chicago. Great, uh, but. No, I mean, I I want the booze forward. I want the booze forward cocktails to be booze forward. Yes, which doesn't make them unbalanced. It's the way they're supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, that's just how it's supposed to taste. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, so yeah, nothing, nothing uh, wrong with a clear. I say clear. A, a not not a cloudy, mm-hmm. murky, okay. muddled fruit infested. Cocktail. Wow, you have opinions. not on mine. You have opinions on this. I do. That's I, fine. I like it. Hey, when y'all had that one soft opening night, I came up here and I was like, Jen, I want an old fashioned. Do you muddle the fruit? And you're like, No, great. Please make me an old fashioned. <laughs> but I. That's what I ask when yeah. I go to a bar, yeah. especially that I've never been. I'd like an old fashioned. Please don't muddle any fruit. Yeah. Sometimes they go. So you don't want any fruit in it. No, that's not what I asked. Just don't muddle it. Just put it on a stick. So are there any plans for, and Jen, maybe you know or you don't know, maybe Adam has an idea on this. When Whenever Downtown Cary opens up their social district, mm-hmm. 
I don't know how far it's going to stretch. Does it stretch out to here or no? I don't believe so. I think it will stop at like the Maiden, I believe, okay. is as far as it will go. Well, this is phase but one. Nobody's yeah. happy yeah. about it. Yeah, I was going to say, I know there's going to be multiple phases of it, okay. but I don't know what that is. Well, because you're not too far off that stretch. No. So that's what I was curious about if there was. If there are any plans for, you know, sippy cups to go. To be fair, we are kind of like the farthest thing right yeah, now on now. this street. Yeah. So, so I think maybe once that happens, it'll be different. But so what they're okay. doing phase one is just for the park. So it's a seven acre park, $70 million park that should open up hopefully before the end of the year. Uh, there are two businesses that serve alcohol that directly touch that. And that's the Mayton and Cotton House. Those two are the only two that are included in the ability to be... The social district. Okay. So the social district really is going to be the sidewalk and the park. I see. And those two businesses. Phase two, which when we found out, we meaning me and Adam and a couple of the business owners found out what they were doing with the park. I got on the phone with several council members, mayor, et cetera, and voiced my opinions uh, rather strongly. You can, you, can, you can imagine. Oh, I can only imagine. Let's just imagine say I stood outside because it would have been too loud to be inside. You know, those yeah. memes um, where people are like holding cardboard signs. Yeah, man. Yeah, was, that, I was, yeah. I was, I was <laughs> very totally civil that. with them because we were all friends. Uh, and um, But I, I, I let them know that the optics of what they were doing was not what we really needed in downtown Cary. And they assured me that there was a phase two that was in conversations and that phase two is probably going to run from East Circle to West Circle, which means that it will encompass the new breweries that are going to be uh, down at the West End, also known as the West Circle, which will be Vicious Vicious and Southland. And then it will encompass everything coming up, uh, coming up Chatham Street and then uh, obviously Cedar Street because Bond, Graffiti, um, Mason Jar, Defire Pizza, Scratch. That's yeah, Scratch. Not Mason yeah, Jar, Scratch. Yeah, Scratch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully Phase Two will come to downtown Cary sooner than later. But I really don't think we'll see it until uh, they have the park open up for probably. Yeah, I think it's at least close next, to a year. Next spring or something. Oh, no, it'll be way longer next spring. The park doesn't open until winter. Open in the fall, right? Well. They're saying late fall, so I'm saying... Summer bleeds into fall. I'm saying March. <laughs> I'm calling it March of next year. Somebody want to put it... We'll set that as a date. We can play over-under if you'd like, but I'm saying March. Okay. Uh, okay. But hopefully it's coming. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was, just, I was just curious about that. All right, so Jen, what... So you can come up here. It's a, uh, it's a very casual, chill, classic bar. So I would, it, I would take that to mean there's no trivia nights there's no do you have like a dj that comes through is there just kind of music i see a turntable back <laughs> dj fan right yeah. like what kind of uh, <laughs> like are there any particular kinds of nights that occur here we don't we don't have any trivia nights but we do have a vinyl night okay. as you saw like the turntable and we do have some house records in there sometimes yeah. we play them if it's slow but like on a busy night you can't really hear the records anyway sure can't really hear the music sometimes over all That's the true. fun people in here. But um, every other Wednesday, we have vinyl night. Um, we did one theme so far. We've only had a couple. Um, we've had a pretty good turnout, though. We have people either bring in their own albums, and we play a whole side of it. Okay. Or the guy that volunteers to do it, he's one of the regulars from uh, the pharmacy. He's one of Tyler's friends, and he volunteered. He has a huge vinyl collection. Sure. He probably brings in at least 60 or 70 albums just on his own. Oh, wow. And last week it was all women. It was all female vocalists. All female, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. But that was our first theme one. So yep, we're working cool. on like some like a pop night or nice. something like that. But it's it's fun. I mean, there's a good turnout. People have brought in 
Like this one time, this gentleman brought in four different albums and somehow he got all four okay. in the mix. But, that works. But yeah, it, it's been it's been good so far. That, yeah. That's our only themey night that we've, I, that we've decided on. And there's so nothing far. wrong with that. Oh, Honestly, no, no, no. Oh, no, uh, no. If, I'll, I'll, I'll say that if you, especially on like a random weeknight, I know why these things exist. Oh, for sure. I know why they happen. Uh, but there are some times where I just, I just need to go somewhere you know, either meet up with people, be social, a post-work type thing. Mm-hmm. Although now my post-work type thing is at one o'clock in the afternoon. Um, now you're like me, Joe, you got all afternoon. Yeah, I got all afternoon <laughs> to do stuff now, right? Uh, or just think about the next show, I guess. Uh, that, that's what I was curious about. And I'm like, that's great. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think uh, having something like a vinyl night is a fun way to, because music can really kind of change an entire mood yes. and a vibe of a place. Depending on how you good want or go. bad, good or bad, yeah, yeah. absolutely, mm. yeah. I've been to some places where the music is either too loud or they're playing stuff that doesn't really m- like match with what they're going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're going with eclectic and kind of like allowing this to be a hangout and you can bring your own records, I think that's great. I think it just kind of makes it more community owned. Yeah, one night we went from Stone Temple Pilots to Dolly Parton <laughs> back to Hollow Notes. Like it's been it's been all over the place some nights, but it's been fun. Like, I love it. It's a nice change. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And no food up here. There's no like, do, can people bring stuff up here? Oh or? yeah, yep. You get, okay. you're allowed to bring in whatever. I've had people DoorDash stuff up here. Oh, okay. I've had people who are dressed to like go get their DoorDash. Uh, yeah. People have had pizza delivered, but people mostly just bring up like, a bunch of people like bring up Defara pizza and stuff gotcha. like that. But gotcha. yeah. mm-hmm. that's what I was curious yeah. about. Bring Feel up free. the bring up the Taipei 101 and the whole mood changes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Mostly because I just want some. But. <laughs> hey, man, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe we'll end up here after the beer mile since apparently we're going to be uh, crashing that, right, Adam? Well, I mean, when you oh, get, no, you said I'll look into it. Well, you don't want to run it. That's he's the been issue. he's been looking into our um, our downtown carry night for two months now. Well, he's got, I mean, he had free time. Uh, he's got free time. Extenuating circumstances. There have been some. There have been some lifestyle changes. <laughs> there have been uh, some adjustments. Do I need to pay for it, Joe? Come on, no, let's just go. Come it. on, you let's go. To, you don't have to do that. I just have to settle down. I know people point. down here. Right. I'm probably getting them comped if you need it. I mean, okay, well, I mean, you're you're big. You're big personality. Remember? Eh, I, don't <laughs> about, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. All right. Well, very very cool. Well, thanks for the drinks. Everything was oh, great. You're very welcome. Before we go, yes. your yes. uh, your hours of operation. Oh yes. Um. So they have changed slightly since we opened. We're open uh, Wednesday to Sunday, four thirty every day. Um. And then Wednesdays and Thursdays are open till eleven. And then Friday, Saturday, open till midnight. Sunday, we're open till ten. Cool. Okay. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this edition of 919 Vice. Thanks to everybody who's already subscribed, followed, wherever you get your podcast, rated the podcast, uh, just kind of bringing people over from uh, what we were doing. Uh, also, shout out to those who have decided to start sponsoring us, whether it's the Ovi's and Gilio podcast or this one, uh, including Whitaker and Hamer. Uh, they got various locations. Uh, these attorneys will handle, basically, if you've got, if you're a small business, uh, even like a traffic ticket, these are all things that they can handle. And uh, you've been hearing us talk about Whitaker and Hamer. Of course, Gilio is all about it because they got a Garner office, of course. So anything that's Garner, all about, Gilio is all Gilio about. Does Gilio need attorneys frequently? I mean, no, I'm concerned. Well, you know, sometimes concerned about your all about, here. It's all about the G-Town uh, <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes I worry about Gilio <laughs> with the uh, the spreadsheet he has for sporting events and Generate money that's gambling. tied to it. So he graduated from the yellow pad to the spreadsheet? No, he has his own spreadsheet. Yeah, he's got a spreadsheet for that sort of okay. stuff. He doesn't keep the yellow pad for those types of numbers. Okay. But no, I don't, think, I don't think they can help him in that regard. But they can help you if you're looking <laughs> for attorneys so go check out Whitaker and Hamer that's gonna wrap it up for this edition of the 919 Vice Podcast we'll see you all next week cheers